here I am, writhing naked before an open fire pit, tendrils of elm smoke mingling with my right guard classic. And I know I'm supposed to be fully enthralled to an ancient Celtic deity of the harvest, but I just can't shake the feeling that something is missing. Maybe if I retrace my steps, I think to myself. I keep dancing in a crooked circle alongside Nancy Dennis, whose perfect cat-eye makeup has begun to run in the heat and the sweat of her, let's call it, athletic dancing. I had driven upstate in Galinda's new Acura, a pretty nice car as it turns out, so I put a towel down whenever I'm in there, pants or no. I met up with the gals from the Gowanus Coven and had a nice lunch of grilled trout and jalapeno cornbread. A mistake. <laughs> then we began building the fire in Yolanda Stevenson's backyard. And let it be known that Yolanda's backyard goes on for all my goddess. Sticks. I forgot the sticks for s'mores. Well, how the heck is this going to work? They were counting on me for one thing. Well, two. Male energy to provide balance and green sticks or metal skewers. Oh, I wish I had a time puddle I could disappear in or a way to distract everyone. I might just have to see if Yolanda's life partner, Jerome, has any spare metal hangers lying around. Well, for now, probably best to open up the portable portal I keep with me, tied around my waist with some hemp rope, and meet you somewhere safe, let's say in the deep night. Oh, friends, hello. It's me, Dale Seaver, your guide, your solstice sojourner, and your friend through this next hour of regrets and revelations and rising stars. We come to you tonight, as we always do, from the foul banks of the Gowanus. A fantastic energy vortex has opened up right near the Gowani, and we've really seen a bump in business at the yoga studio. Our new kombucha barn is kombooming. So much fermentation is happening. It's a great time to come down and visit. I'm so excited that my work as a wellness advisor for the Manhattan Neighborhood Network is progressing. I've been paying a lot of attention to a program there called The Special Without Brett Davis. Now, it's on Wednesday nights at 11, so I don't know, tape it. Or wait till it comes out on YouTube eventually. The point is, this show, oh, it really seems to be a vortex of its own kind, a rage vortex, a rage text. And these past few weeks observing and listening to everyone working there has been revelatory to me. I'm not even sure if the host can keep going the way he's going. So much of his entire career seems to be built on conflict. And as Abraham Lincoln said after a terse debate with Mary Todd as their ghost child looked on, a house built on conflict cannot stand. And cedar shingles look nice at first, but then they kind of weather. And a deck is a lot of work. He had lots of ideas about buildings, as it turns out. Abraham would be alive today if he had just picked up more side work. My point is, please tune in to the special without Brett Davis and see if you can pick up on the strange energies there. I bet you can feel them through the TV, like that poor child from the Poltergeist movies. She died in real life, though, so be careful. Loving friends, my guest today has been on the special without Brett Davis, and I'm sure he was playing a joyful and fun character as he is wont to do. That's kind of his specialty. I was fortunate not too long ago to do a stand-up set on Future Forms, the show he co-presents, along with Mary Houlihan, Julio Torres, and Joe Rumrell. Sam's a gifted comedian and a very funny fella, 
Those two, two things work together. And maybe you've seen his show Club Comic or watched him on Comedy Central's Up Next. Or maybe you just keep track of the 50s funniest people in Brooklyn, as I do, and then weep to find out that you've been excluded from yet another list. The point is, let's go now to my conversation. A conversation about the realities of being a comedian in New York City with the terrific Sam Taggart. Sam Taggart. Hello, friend. Hello, how's it going? I'm doing okay. Welcome to the deep night. Uh, it's great to have you here. It's incredible to be here. It's such an honor. <laughs> well, you know, I just, right off the bat, though, sometimes things happen on the way uh, to to the deep night studios here, and it just, it impacts me and it's fresh in my mind. Okay. Have you ever had your body do something that's just uncontrollable, like a limb or something, uh, just a, a weird gesture? That happened to me. Today? Today. Really? On the way here. It was a kind of a involuntary, like a, like an old-timey Laurel and Hardy kind of a, oh, got to get out of the way. Mine's never like one limb. Mine's usually like, a, I'll do a shiver. Oh, yes. You, do you get a full-body shiver every oh, once in a while? Oh, do I. <laughs> Sometimes I don't need coffee if that happens. <laughs> oh, my. Well, I still need my coffee. No full-body shivers until I've had my coffee. <laughs> It was just a weird thing. You think I'm not in control of this. A neuron wasn't, because it wasn't quite a full gesture. And then it's out in the public and people are looking. How dramatic was it? How much movement are we talking? No, no, probably no one saw it. But it just felt big. Okay. Just a one arm going off to the side. I hope hope you're okay. I hope I'm okay, too. (laughs) You're right. I hadn't considered the medical ramifications. Yeah, that's my go-to. Now, the second thing that happened to me, Uh coming up the stairs... And and maybe this is because we're in New York. I saw my first Make America Great Again hat. Oh, wow. I've never seen one in New York. Right? It's a rare sighting. Yeah. And I just felt to myself, oh, come on. Were people visibly, like... Shook. Shook, annoyed, (laughs) etc.? Were they, like, was it drawing eyes like a crazy person would? No, this is New York. Nobody... Nobody gave it a second thought, probably. Not even glances? Knowing glances? I think there may have been one or two glances. Yeah. The lady up ahead of me looked like a real glancer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's crazy. I've absolutely never seen that. Right? It's weird. Were they just like a white guy? Like a plain white guy? No, it was a young African-American man. What? Exactly. I blame Kanye. I don't know if that's a, uh, you know, a, not a good thing fair. to say. I but that's fair. I felt like, come on. And then Maybe... I felt like him, too. Come on. Yeah. What Was it a bit, perhaps? Maybe it was a bit. <laughs> Let's hope he was on the way to an improv class. This is New York City, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Everyone's true. doing bits. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel that? Oh, Lordy, do I? <laughs> you know, I'm tired of it. Let's get some sincerity. Exactly. What would your bit be? What would my bit be? <laughs> yeah. Have you performed a bit before and thought, well, I, I better stop this? Oh, a life bit? Um, <laughs> you know, I try to keep it separate. I try to keep the bits on stage and the conversation sincere. I appreciate that. So I did a one time I, I did a life bit with my friend. We were at a diner saying how we can just put so much money on our credit card you can just open a new credit card and pay off the credit card. So it just keeps going. You just do that forever. Yeah. And then a, um, an older man came over to us and paid for our breakfast because he felt bad for us and felt like we were seriously going to go into debt. <laughs> and we were like, well, we were kind of kidding. <laughs> and then it was like, okay, well, we'll stop doing this bit in life. 
Yes. Well, that's sound. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that gentleman. And if it had been me, I might have intervened as well. But were you just running up eggs? What were you getting at the diner? You were just talking. Uh, that just you could so we do were, that. It was mostly a bit, you know? Like, we right. could afford... We were, I think we were only getting, like, donuts and coffee. Oh, I see. And it was like, eh, who cares? Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he did pay for us, and honestly, I did appreciate it. <laughs> good, good. And there wasn't anything untoward about him uh, paying for you. Uh, not that I just know Just a of. concerned citizen. Could be his freaky kink. I don't, <laughs> don't want to judge. <laughs> Sometimes you go to the donut places and you, you worry about the, the folks that are just hanging out there. That's all I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't think about them too much. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. You absolutely cannot. <laughs> it's uh, Anyhow, uh, fall is upon us, Sam. I'll say. <laughs> I mean, re- big time. Finally, we can agree on something. <laughs> Have you been doing any fall activities? Apple picking, spreading cobwebs around the living room. Mm, not yet. As of now, my fall activities... You know, I've been going for longer walks. I've oh. been getting a hot coffee. Yes. And just going for a stroll. You were talking about mid-afternoon? Exactly. Oh. Because it's so hard to get out of this city that it's kind of not worth the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what you can do is just go for a stroll down the quieter streets of your neighborhood. Listen, that sounds like a terrific idea. And affordable. It's so affordable. And no hassle. <laughs> What are you, three blocks away? Hassle-free. You know, you can do this on a dime and in a second. <laughs> My two requirements for fun fall activities. Yeah, yeah. Just a hot drink and a little brisk walk. Do you meet up with anybody? Generally, no. <laughs> Generally, no. Oh, wow. That was a pause. <laughs> uh, no. I'm, I'm glad it's you gave a... that some real thought. <laughs> Well, I was like, is this a social event? No, it's not. Not necessarily. No. Just a little me time. And I have a little dog that I walk. Oh. And so, you know, we just go for a longer walk than now, normal. This time of year, you got to put a little sweater on it? No. No. No, no, no. Refuse. <laughs> you know, he's a thick boy. And <laughs> With I feel two like... C's? <laughs> two C's. <laughs> and I feel like the thickness really keeps him warm. <laughs> In the winter, sometimes we'll put a sweater on him, but only for decor, you know? Sure, sure. I don't think he cares. Wait, now, we, how, do, you, do you do the Halloween costume for the for the dog? You know, sometimes I'll put some wings on him, but yeah. generally, no. Yeah. He, he's kind of a grumpy guy. And so grumpy like... and thick. <laughs> yeah. What a wonderful little addition. It's a fun little combo. It's like having an uncle around the house. Exactly. <laughs> he's furious at all times. <laughs> but sometimes we'll slap some wings on him. Yeah. Well, yeah. bat wings, angel wings. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we have like, I think I think they're technically bat wings. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, that's fun. Yeah, you gotta have fun. <laughs> that's adorable. Generally, you like this time of year. You know, and here's the thing. Yeah. I love summer. Uh-huh. I'll say it. Yeah. Quote me. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> However. I am now uh, loving fall. I will be tired of the cold when it's January 4th, yeah. but until then, I'm loving it. I hate the fall that it implies that we will be cold for so long, Yes. but right now, you can't look that far ahead. I might not be alive come January 15th, you know? Right, just, just live in the moment. <laughs> just live in the moment. <laughs> That's right. Enjoy a 60-degree day walking <laughs> yourself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sure, why not? Or any fall uh, memories from childhood that you look back on and think, gosh, that was wonderful? Um, you know, not really. I feel like as a 
I didn't truly appreciate fall until I was an adult. Yeah. I feel like my parents would go on fall outings and we'd go for hikes and stuff. And it was like, sure, this is fun. Begrudgingly. Like, yeah, as a yeah. kid, it's like kind of boring. You just want to be like playing video games at home. Sure. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, we w- once reenacted the Mayflower at the little uh, pre-K situation I was in, the little school wow. I was in. And I had a brilliant orange puffy coat and a white bonnet. And now that I think about it, I believe I may have been a lady pilgrim. <laughs> and that's fine. That's beautiful. <laughs> oh, I? I remember making hatch, but I'm sure. not sure that I ever wore one. I think if I look at the picture, I'm there in a little bonnet and a cape. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I feel like clothes were a little less gendered back then, you know? Maybe everyone wore a little <laughs> you bonnet. Think so? <laughs> I feel you. like for babies at least. Babies like I could every have been baby, a baby wore program. a like That's true. bonnet and like yes. just like drapery. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes, and it was uh, then kept in a chest somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, those folks also love buckles. And who can blame them? Who can blame them? There's something very erotic about those <laughs> buckles of the pilgrims, oh, isn't there? So just the undoing of it all, you yeah. know, to get to anything. Yeah. It's like the old bodice and all that, you know, mm-hmm. the um, corsets, that kind of thing. Not that they were wearing that, but, you know, I think that that's an underexplored realm, the BDSM of the pilgrims. Sure. Just that quick flick of a buckle in their nude. You'd hope it was quick. <laughs> <laughs> You'd hope one controlled them all, but you don't know. And that's the no, mystery of it. No one knows. It's kind of fun. And they were my ancestors. They came over on the Mayflower, so oh, probably wow. I'm going to be haunted by some very randy ghosts. Yes, <laughs> well. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there are worse things. There are, probably. <laughs> you hear a lot about their meals, but do you think they were especially good cooks, the pilgrims? No. No. No, I think they Undersalted. Were I bet it's just one of those things where it's like food is such a blessing for them that they're just like happy to eat whatever. Exactly. And it's like, sorry, we have tastes now. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Sorry about that, pilgrims. Probably a lot of smoke. A lot of campfire smoke. Campfire smoke. You're around a campfire. I was around a campfire recently. Oh. Yeah, I know. You didn't even mention this. I know. Well, I don't like to lead with the the best part. Um, And you just smell like smoke forever. You know, once a once a year or so, I don't mind it. Exactly. Little doses. Mm-hmm. Little doses. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it sounds like you've been having fall fun. I have been. <laughs> yes. Went up to upstate uh, with a couple of witches. Oh. And, uh, oh, we just gathered around the fire. And, uh, you know, we had s'mores and uh, hot cocoa and went on a train ride through wow. the fall foliage. Oh, it was quite exceptional. You did it all. Well, I did a lot of it. (laughs) Let's see. I went to the world's largest kaleidoscope. Where's that? Uh, Upstate there, Mount uh, Trimper, I believe. Uh, Underwhelming is the word. (laughs) A lot of the world's largest things are. They are, aren't they? Yeah. Impressive for their size. I'd rather see the world's smallest things. (laughs) Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Where is it? Miniature, you, you love know? a miniature. Who like, doesn't? W- like when they paint a scene on the uh, rice, the yes. grain of rice. Yes. Or the head of a needle. When like a hamster wears a thing, like a shoe, <laughs> I'm, I'm in heaven. <laughs> when a hamster wears a shoe. <laughs> that sounds like a fun uh, title. Yeah, a little kid's something. book. Yeah. But also something I'd genuinely like to see. <laughs> a human shoe? No, like, well, yes, but miniature. Like little shoes. A little shoe. <laughs> Just one? Just a, I mean, 
I would hope it could afford all four. You do, you do hope. <laughs> well, uh, th- these times are good. Olden times we've established were rubbish. Uh, what time would you travel to if I could unlock the secrets of time travel for you here today? Oh, wow. Tough cue. Um, you know, I think it'd be fun to go to, like, uh, late 60s, early 70s, you yeah. know? Just really get into it. Groovy. Exactly. Swinging. Why not? Yes, Have all the options. Fun. I want to feel a little bit of the, like... Um, conservative side of it, and then yeah. I want to like feel the the release, you know, <laughs> like a <laughs> pilgrim's buckle. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I see. Because then the liberation would feel that much more uh, exciting. Yes, yes. I'm only speaking about sex. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, it's a horny. You can't say '60s and '70s and not think about sex. That's well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there were other things going on. <laughs> like what? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, uh, well, that's a solid answer, and a, a sound reasoning to it, too. I think if I could go back, I would try to just uh, buy the house next to my parents' house and watch myself grow up. Why? Just to see how it went, if all my memories line up. Uh, I'm, I would see like... what was going on there. <sighs> Look at that happy fella. No. Live in a time sleeve, just be a kind of shut-in. That feels like a waste of time travel. You already lived it. Why go watch it again? That's like reading a book a million times and only that one book, you know? Well, sometimes you like the classics. You no. want to hear a particular song. You know, one thing about me <laughs> is I yes. don't like rereading books. Yep. I read them once, Done. never again. Got the information. Yeah. Next. I understand that. Yep. <laughs> I don't think that I've gone back and read a book. Sometimes you read a book you think, wait a minute, I've read this before. Mm, I never had that. Well, it'll happen. (laughs) (laughs) Keep them around long enough. (laughs) You think this looks interesting. You know what I've started doing is booking at the same restaurants. I travel a lot, you understand. And I'll say, this place looks great. And it just happened to me. I'm walking there in Los Angeles, and I get to the place. I said, I've eaten here before. (laughs) I made the same reservation four years ago. Wow. That's pretty crazy. Between that and the flicking of the arm, I'm getting very concerned the more we talk. Yeah, that's upsetting. (laughs) But now with Halloween, you dress up the dog. And I'm sorry for jumping around a little bit, but things occur to me, and this is how we do it. Will you dress up now for Halloween? You know, famously, I have in the past. Famously. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. As has been inscribed at the base of several marble columns. (laughs) I have dressed up. I generally dress up um, for the last couple of years. I was doing, I was on a trilogy where I would dress up as a pop star every year. Yes. Um, And it was uh, each one, turns out extremely ugly in drag. And so it became kind of funny to do uh, like a really awful nightmare drag version of a pop star. Oh, I see. Um, A nightmare version. So that means you would be uh, dressing as a female pop star Mm -hmm. or dressing as a male pop star in drag? Uh, Dressing as a female pop star. I see. Okay. So it started sincerely. I dressed as Ariana Grande and I was like, I had long hair kind of like I do now. Yeah. And it was like a little longer and I was like, well, I can just like get a hair extension clip, get that big pony and then like borrowed some boots from somebody and like a dress from somebody just figure that's kind of all you needed yeah turns out there's a lot more that goes into it (laughs) i looked like a mortal Kombat character like i looked so bad and i really felt like just put a dress and a hair clip and people will get it and it's like no 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 
It's I'm I'm a football player when I wear a dress. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a broad fellow. You know, I would have never said that. Well, I mean, you 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 come across as strong. That's all I'm saying. I'll take it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and well known for having the longest torso in comedy. That's true. That, that is true. <laughs> it's quite long. Yeah, there's a lot to you. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see how Ariana Grande is smaller. She's a little shrimper. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and I don't know about the length of her torso. I haven't really looked at it, if it would scale up or not. I'm not sure. And so after that, were a lot of people like, what are you supposed to be? That's the question I dread on Halloween. You know, I think they got it also just because I had, like, talked about it so much before I did it. So I think they got it. Yeah. But it was, like, <laughs> it was, like, a tight circle that year I went to a relatively small party. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they all got it. But Sometimes then, you have to bring a Walkman or something or a Zune and play the, exactly. play the music. I was holding an oversized inflatable microphone i figured that would you know imply that i'm to scale yes i see <laughs> but did not work um and then the next year i was uh, joanne era lady gaga and then the next year i was uh swish swish katie perry wonderful that is a great trilogy Really fun trilogy. That Katy Perry movie. Do you watch that? The documentary. Oh, it's incredible. It just makes me weep every it's time. It's so good. I've only watched it on planes, but every time, <laughs> I just I just bawl. But that you bring up a good point though. With costumes, it's always like a little more. You always have to keep adding to it. You think this is going to be enough. Yeah. And then you're just then you're back at the Halloween superstore, and you're like, what am I going to do? I know how to do makeup for a zombie. I don't know. No, I don't know. It seems like a good idea at the time. This year I might not dress up. Really? I'm just, you know, maybe something will strike me the day of, but I'm really trying to not put pressure on it. Are you hoping that the demand will be so great from people (laughs) (laughs) who you are close to? Yeah, I'm hoping I'm forced out of retirement. you got to do this. (laughs) And then you just, see, that's why you should have something at the ready. But I, you know, these costumes are expensive. Not only is it a time commitment, but... I know. I don't have the cash, baby. (laughs) I get it, man. (laughs) I get it. Uh, You know, it strikes me that perhaps this MAGA fellow was in a pre-Halloween costume. I mean, it's October. It's October. I've seen some skeletons out and about. Yeah. Mischief Night is almost upon us. Did you have Mischief Night where you grew up? No. Where did you grow up? I moved around a lot, but generally the Midwest and the South. Midwest and the South. Okay. Mischief Night is, I think, a (laughs) mid-Atlantic specialty. (laughs) Oh, heck, that's how I missed it. Yeah. The night before, uh, <clears throat> teens will go out and spread shaving cream or uh, you know, toilet paper or, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in an unsuspecting, lovely neighbor's <laughs> front yard. And then uh, you live with the, with the guilt of that for a long yeah. time if you're one of the perpetrators. Of course. Sometimes there's the, you know, some kind of flaming bag on the doorstep. You don't like that. that. You don't like that. Did you cause mischief? I did the toilet paper one time, and I still feel bad about it. Really? I do, yeah. Okay. Here's the thing, Sam. I'm going to get real with you. Go for it. Go on. I don't like disrespecting other people's uh, person or property. Uh-huh. That's it's very kind. But what if it's all in jest and all for good fun? I feel – so I didn't do it on Mischief Night, but oh, yeah. I would TP. Yeah. Uh, like – you know, our like I did cross country in high school, and the boys' team would TP the girls' team, and vice versa. Yeah, and it was like fun just to like 
trash something for a sec, and then like they do it back to you, and you'd yeah. be like, "Oh, sheesh." I know. I understand that drive, <laughs> but I would still feel guilty, and I wow. still do. I still feel uh, horrible about because what happens is the uh, tissue paper uh, gets wet. Yes. And this time of year, there's always a rainstorm that comes through. That's it, true. It gets wet, and then it's everywhere, and it's a nuisance. But now it probably just dissolves into the grass, so what am I worried about? Right. It's fine. Not like hanging those six-pack things on the tree so a turtle could walk in and be <laughs> strangled to death or a squirrel or something. Yeah, it's not that at it's all. It's not that. They might eat a little bit, but who, that's fine. It's fine. Turtles eat toilet paper all the time. Is that true? I don't know. <laughs> I have to think that. Ah. Uh, I miss Halloween parties. I haven't been to one in a long time. The parties where you go to, and then I'll be a little bit nervous, like, I don't know if I'll recognize anyone. Why haven't you been in a while? I don't get invited. I haven't been invited to a Seder either for a long time. <laughs> it's the same kind of a deal. <laughs> you just fall off the rotation. I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't even... Halloween parties are essential. I understand that. I mean, I think that once you get to be a certain age... <laughs> And run in maybe a different circle. I don't sure, know. Sure. I don't know. We're wearing masks all the time. I mean, would you ever throw your own Halloween party? Well, that's an idea. Probably not. Too, ma- too much fuss. <laughs> <laughs> I got to look out for people with coasters. That's uh, Is your own apartment a, a coaster's apartment? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> oh, very much so. Wow. We have them, but only as, like, decoration. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's glorious. (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) A lot of glass surfaces, I hope. Things that can't stain. Uh, Things you don't care about staining. Things we don't care about staining. I understand. I understand. Got some worn wooden things. (laughs) Yes. And that's character. That's what's it. It just means we having a good time. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) It's just not the life I'm in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. Uh, as clear from my uh, questioning, uh, usually I have a little time to research the guests. I'd start to dig into something. This time, I'm just going on instinct, and I don't have a lot of, of backup material for you, Sam. So that's what I mean. I don't know where you grew up. I don't know your path. So we, can we talk about that? Have you already explored that fully? Um, you have, because you lived it. I lived it, and you know I don't like to read that life <laughs> twice, but I can... Yeah, we can get into it. Yeah. Um, Why'd you move around so much? My dad worked in human resources, and he would just, like, transfer to different companies. Yep, because he was on the run, embezzlement? (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) No, he was just climbing that corporate ladder, you know? Is that what one does? I don't think I've ever talked to anybody in HR. It's fun. Other than the people in offices where I work, (laughs) there's an HR person. (laughs) Yeah, they just, like, work there for... I mean, I'm sure some people have the job forever or something. Yes, but he was uh, he was a climber, he you know. He was ambitious. He was ambitious. Yes. <laughs> uh, and it's a big family or no? Uh, I have an older sister and a younger brother. Okay. And yeah, that's and so big there's... by my standards. Okay. <laughs> well, it's a medium. All long torsoed people. You know, not all of us are. Interesting. I think I have the longest torso of my family. <laughs> it's the longest one I've ever seen. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Uh, but I gather that you did study in Virginia. Were you? Did you spend time in Virginia beyond uh, that? I went to like four years of elementary school in Virginia, yeah. and then two years of high school in Virginia, and then college in Virginia. 
So you did spend some time there. So I spent some time there. <laughs> and were there any exotic places in all the traveling that you did? No. If just only. You were like in Atlanta or something. and uh... It was truly like South Carolina, yep. Virginia, and then like Indiana, Ohio, Michigan. That's a good spread. <laughs> yeah. A lot of – so you have a little taste of those conservative things. Oh yeah, I've definitely Thanks. been around them. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you don't need don't need a you don't need a time travel no to learn about uh, oppressive behavior. <laughs> I lived it. Yeah. Was it that kind of a situation? Uh, kinda. Yeah. I mean, but like, so the town of Michigan where I went to half of high school is like extremely conservative, and still when I go back, you know, it's like my parents have their friends over. Like, you can kind of assume half of them are probably, like, Trump supporters. Yeah. Even though they're, like, kind people, you know? It's a weird thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And <laughs> It but... is bad. And it's complicated <laughs> to navigate. Yeah. Because uh, you you, you want to be a decent person to everybody. Yeah. I want to respect them, and what they, but I don't respect the views at all at this point. Yeah. At all. At they all. Have nothing to offer me. Nothing. No. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, that's I don't, it. I'm like nice enough, but I also am kind of mean to them. Yeah, yeah. You got it. You got to be. <laughs> you got to be. <laughs> Given the chance, they'd be mean to you. Right. Yeah. So just take take what you can. Be mean <laughs> to them. <laughs> At yeah. least cold. At least cold. That's right. It's a temperature, isn't it? Yeah. 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 This is not going to be a hot conversation. Yeah. This will be a chilly response. It's going to be a little measured. Uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> For everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry you have to uh, put up with that, but this I feel like we all have to. We all have to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, luckily my family isn't conservative. Yes. Yeah. That's that is the little saving grace, isn't it? Yeah. You think, oh, thank goodness, I can get through a Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. There's like one or two people I probably should avoid, but they're ex- far extreme members of the family. Yeah. They can sit at the other end of the table. You wouldn't even talk to them other than, hi, how are you? Exactly. Yeah. So. You still got the radio program? <laughs> Say, no, it's a, it's a podcast. But <laughs> when is same. it on? Do you correct people when they call it a radio program? No, nah, not anymore. <laughs> Oh, sure. Let them think I have a radio program. What's the downside? I recently did the opposite, where I did a radio thing, and my boyfriend kept saying, what was that podcast you were doing? And I was like, it's actually a radio show? <laughs> How did that go over? Oh, he, you know, after the third time, he got it. <laughs> <laughs> he knew not to, not to ask any more questions. <laughs> Sometimes that's the key in a relationship, isn't it? To just be quiet. You have to. Yes. My wife enjoys very long moments by herself. <laughs> And I know to not interrupt. That's the other part. That's good. It's on us too, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta learn that. They recharge and then we're we're fine. <laughs> we'll never address it again. That's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like she just you resets. Be, you can avoid a lot. A lot. And I have. <laughs> 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 so then you're at the college there, you're studying literature or something, probably. Yeah. Yeah. You were gonna be a writer? You know, I wasn't really sure. I was just like, I'm not going to major in engineering. (laughs) I'm not going to do history. No. So it was like, I I feel like I probably told people I was going to be a writer, but in like a, who knows, type of way. Yeah. Um, It It was a place for you to be. Yeah. Yeah. And then like started doing improv there. 
And that's where it all starts. I wish I could show you my notes because I say, and then what? Someone posted a flyer in the mess hall for an improv audition? Oh, you bitch. (laughs) No, it was, uh, I had like, there was like a big cool improv group on campus called The Weathermen. And I like saw them very early on and was like, I gotta do that. But then in like, then I saw their like rival group, Amuse Bouche. (laughs) Oh, yes. And I was like, hmm, they seem a little bit weirder. And then like I became, I think I I became friends with one of them, like just from seeing them around, the Amuse Bouche people. And she was like, you actually should definitely come to this. Like UCB is doing a show here. It's Amy Poehler's group. And I was like, whoa, Amy Poehler? And I was like, of course Amy Poehler's not there. (laughs) But I fully thought she would be. And then I saw them and was like, improv is the best thing to ever do. Mm -hmm. And I uh, tried out for both teams and... You know, I caused a little bit of drama in college because I got into both, and I said, you know what? I'm going with amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche. It had never been done before. (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) Because they were the underdogs. I bet they talk about it today. To this very day. Now, don't pull a taggart on us. (laughs) (laughs) And I made the right choice. You did. Yeah, you knew it. Amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche. More famous alums. Is that true? <laughs> Only one. <laughs> <laughs> Who was a famous alum uh, from there? Sashir Zameda. Sashir Zameda. I just yeah. saw her at the airport at LAX. Well, there you go. We flew back together on Delta, and yes, sky is a priority for me. <laughs> we thank Delta for their sponsorship of this program. Uh, well, that's great. Mm-hmm. She and I did a video together. Wow. Yeah, trying to get up on a hoop. What do you mean? Like a uh, gymnasium, like a, it's called a lira. Uh, one of these, like, uh, you know, um, what do you call them? Acrobats? It was kind sure. of like an acrobat school, like a circus training school, trapeze kind okay. of a deal. And you have to sit in the hoop. And sometimes you'll see, like, a burlesque lady or whatever, and they're spinning yes. in this hoop. Let me tell you, it's tough to pull this much man up into a hoop. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought I was going to die. Yeah. But uh, anyway, that's a that's great. A moose bouche. A moose bouche for the win. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you are definitely on the map. (laughs) And uh, yeah, and then like, so Sashir was like older and moved to New York. Yeah. And like another alum, the one that I was friends with, Natasha, moved to New York and she's still here doing like UCB stuff. And she's like on Comedy Central's like digital team. Yeah. And they are like, they were like doing stuff. And I was like, well, maybe this is a path. Yeah. I'll move to New York. Vineblatt? What's how you say it? Vineblatt, yeah. Yeah, Vineblatt. Apologies. I just figured, what are the Natashas I know in comedy? Mm-hmm. And I pulled that up. Isn't that something? That was pretty good. <laughs> and so you've been in New York how long? Seven years. Seven years. Yes. Yeah. I think that's right. <laughs> oh, well, you seem to have found, uh, similar to following your passion with Amuse, Amuse, Amuse? Um, I think Amuse? Amuse Bouche. Uh, a similar following that passion uh, with between that and the shaking and the everything it's uh, I gotta I gotta get a water pill or something <laughs> that's what my, my great what's, what's the water pill I realize I'm pulling something from nowhere but uh, my, I remember my great uncle uh, would say well how are you you know he'd say how are you uh, Uncle Jim and he'd say well I, I'm so bad I gotta take pill to make my own, make my water like he couldn't make his own water I think it was like a diuretic or something. Okay, so he couldn't pee. I think that's what he meant. Okay. <laughs> and to, in my mind, that just meant you couldn't generate water. Huh. 
And I've always thought of it as something much different. And I don't know why I'm talking about it now. The point is, you seem to have found your tribe of people, your comedy connection, your comedy community. Yeah. A little bit odd. A little, a little bit weird. Very funny. Joyful is the thing that I always I love because we did the future forms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your show there that you run with Julio and Mary and Joe. Yes. Yes. You got it. You I got it. them all. <laughs> At some corner of Bushwick? Yeah. Williamsburg? Where was in it? Bushwick. Yeah, yeah, Bushwick. Never been there before. Never been to Bushwick? Well, I've been to Bushwick <laughs> maybe three times, but that was really nice to be there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a great little spot. It is a great little spot. Is that show still going? Uh-huh. Yeah, good. Um, I don't know when the next one is. November okay. 26th, I want to say. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> that wasn't a call for a plug. I just uh, I had a felt great... like it. <laughs> I know. I was setting you up. But uh, it, was a, it was a very nice uh, a show that you run. You get all kinds of people. And But there is a kind of... Uh, uh, would you agree that there's a kind of quality to the things that you seek out? Yeah. I think I definitely uh, seek out joy and lightheartedness in my humor yes you know i don't like these uh grumpos complaining (laughs) about whatever (laughs) that's right you have a dog for that exactly (laughs) just complain to your dang dog yeah and he's kind of grumpy so let that be that where that energy lives yeah you follow the joy exactly oh that's very important have some fun so yeah because when i moved here i was like ucb's the route yeah i was like Oh, these are too expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. I had to figure out something else. Absolutely. Yeah. I took the classes in Los Angeles. Oh, really? And uh, Which was fine. But at a certain point, you're like, how much to do what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I took a lot of them. And then I was like, I can't keep doing this. Yeah. I Ugh. mean, it's really just the people you meet there. That, that's True. ultimately what it is. That's and... why I met Mary. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, come do open mics. And I was like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> Mary Houlihan. Mary Houlihan, who uh, painted a beautiful picture of Ted Baxter uh, for me, uh, Ted Knight from uh, the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Oh, okay. Gorgeous, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> but um, what would the ideal Sam Taggart project be? Oh my goodness! Talking about a variety show, something like that. You know, I think I would like a more narrative thing. Yes. You know, I'm. Turns out, I'm a freak for the stuff. <laughs> well, you have a background in it, don't oh, you? Oh, you hush. <laughs> it, I, like probably three years ago, I would have said I want like a variety show. Yeah. But now I'm like, no, I want like a premise and a full season arc. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Maybe even a Spotify playlist. Hey. And here's the other thing. Yeah. I don't like music, like traditional musicals. I've never under, like gotten on board with them except for like maybe a couple. Yeah. But now I'm like, put some music in there. I'm ready for some fun. Throw it in. Yeah. Follow that joy. <laughs> you have to. Let it lead our hearts. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why not? No, it's great. I like yeah. everything. That that sounds like you. Are you working towards something like that? Yeah. Would you? Uh, kind of. I mean, I've been doing this solo show called Club Comic that's like, uh, very ba- it's based heavily off of that Katy Perry documentary. Yes. Uh, and it's like there's like documentary segments, and then I'll perform a song, and then I'll go back to documentary segments, and I'll do like stand up, and then I'll, songs and songs. And I would like to do some sort of like narrative tour documentary about like pop star, but uh, joke, but I don't know. 
done from my perspective. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, it's my great regret that I didn't see Club Comic when it came through here, but you've been doing it around in Philadelphia and a couple other spots. Yeah, did it uh, in L.A. also. Oh, wonderful. How was the response out there? You know, it was incredible. Incredible. <laughs> Good. <laughs> it was it was fun. That was my first time in L.A. It was really? Fun. Yeah. I, you know, I'm a New York boy. I can't help it. I get it. I get it. I would you would thrive out there. Is that even true? I would think so. Yes, <laughs> I lived out there for four years or so. West Coast, all that kind of thing. Yeah. Did you like it? It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this. You can really make a lot of it, but you have to do the work. Yeah. Here, I think it's easier to meet people. It's easier to get on shows. It's easier to collaborate. But there. It's easier to make a you know short film. <laughs> sure. Hey, I'm not opposed to and, a short and, film. No, and there's a lot of uh, spots that you can go up. I think you might only be able to go up once in a night, <laughs> uh, but you know. Honestly, doing more than one a night is like who, who needs, needs it? it? Don't be greedy. <laughs> That's right. Give it to somebody else. I got seven minutes tops. Yeah. Good in me in any day, maybe per week. And it's like, what do you? Unless you're like actively working on something. Yeah. Yeah. Cut it. Cut it. There's plenty of others. Yeah. <laughs> I love this generosity of spirit you have, Sam. <laughs> well, with Club Comic, I mean, rarely has a poster for a show captured the imagination of a nation the way that this one did. Oh, thank you. This is, this is how I know you have a long torso because of that this photo shoot. Uh, for anybody that hasn't seen it with the poster, it's you uh, spelling out the words to Club Comic and maybe other words, I don't remember, but holding a disco ball. And you are covered in glitter. Yeah, silver, silver body paint, paint <laughs> and glitter. You must still have glitter on your person to this day. You know, every once in a while, I find, I'll find it in my ear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the poster was designed by Sisters Weekend, the film group. Yes. And they, yeah, they painted me silver, and it was, you know, it was February. It was quite chilly out, and yet. <laughs> yeah, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. And was there a dog involved, too? That was my dog, the grumpy oh, dog. Oh, did you notice how thick he was? <laughs> now thinking back on it, I do think that was a thick dog. Also, he does look grumpy in that picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a little bit. Well, <laughs> I think he's just uncertain, uncertain yeah. what's going on. Yeah, when, which uh, who can blame him? No, I, <laughs> I know. Now, do, do you go to the clubs a lot? You know, I, I go to gay bars a lot. Like, full-on clubs, I don't go to as much because there's usually a cover involved. And as we've established, your boy's broke. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's a huge part of my personality. Um, so I, you know, I go when I can. I try to. But live it, what, it up is it a kind of broke fabulousness? What is the what is it's the thing? It's not fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it were. Yeah. Um, no, it's just normal broke. Um, <laughs> and I'm, you know, working my way to not be that way. But yeah. you know. And when you talk about the difference between a club proper and a gay bar, I would imagine there's a little bit of bleed between there the two. There is. There definitely is. You know, it's really just the cover. I know it comes down to a financial issue, but it's the cover and like the commitment. Like a, going out to a club is like you're gonna like one. It's gonna be so much money the whole time. Yeah. Two, like the you're more committed to dancing. I feel yeah. Whereas like a gay bar, you can kind of choose if you want to dance or like go to the backyard or go to like the quieter room, and it's like. But if you're at a club, you you better hit it. You better hit it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 
And there are more likelihood of drugs if you go to a club. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I found that, too. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's the difference. Yeah. And I've... I've, uh, 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 The the one time I really experienced that was in London at a club, and uh, everybody was... I said, this is great. This bar only serves water. This is perfect. And everybody was hugging me and coming up. And I thought, this is so, see, the British people are so kind, you know, and just uh, offering hugs. I'm so glad you're here. A lovely woman just kept coming up. I'm so glad you're here. This is so nice. I thought, I don't even know you. This is wonderful. 3 a.m., look at all these people having a good time and being so loving. It turns out that that was ecstasy, Uh and I had no idea um, wow. And I just thought, well, this is a, a loving group of people. <laughs> well, you know, it's kind of nice to be the one uh, non-ecstasy person. Uh, yeah. You just feel like, I guess everyone loves me. I just received a lot of love. It feels more sincere. It, it did. <laughs> I was excited about it. Um, and uh, Club Comic, will you, will you bring it back? I think I will. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to do at least one more. Would you do it in a club? I've thought about it. Too much. I'm not sure. Yeah, the, the audience attention has to be there, doesn't it? It does have to be there because it is like a show. It's not. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I thought it would be cool to book like, yeah, like a venue that's like even like Baby's All Right, where it's like a music venue. Yeah, and but it's like mm, I don't want people to like have to stand or be like annoyed at me. Yeah, better <laughs> like, to do like Joe's Pub or something. Yeah. yeah. We can all be comfortable. You get a little cut of the door, too. And Lord knows I need it. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to help you. <laughs> well, speaking of crystals, other than the disco ball, what's your favorite crystal? I don't have much familiarity with crystals. Yeah. Uh, so I feel I couldn't speak to that. No, that's not your thing. Not at all. You don't have a mantle full of them. No, do you? I have a dresser full of them. <laughs> Who can afford a mantle? <laughs> uh, this town? Oh, my sheesh. Uh, you ever go down in any caves, see any rocks in their natural states? Uh, you know, I haven't been down in a cave since probably elementary school. Yeah. It was, I, I liked it. But enough. you've been. I've definitely been. Yeah, you've been below ground. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was into the geodes at that point. I remember seeing yeah. some and being like, okay. See, there we go. Yeah. I'm growing a crystal at home right now. You can grow them? Yeah, sure. How? Well, you get some kind of kit, some kind of uh, chemicals. You mix them up and you let it sit there for a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. And doesn't it like grows? It doesn't just like become a gelatin that, or something that like takes the shape of whatever container it's in. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so far, growing a little domed crystal. Wow! I mean, making uh, the the things are aligning in a crystal shape. Whether that is actually technically a crystal, oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> but I'd love to host a comedy night down in a cave. Yeah, wouldn't that be something? That would be something. Are there any uh, potential caves nearby? I think there's some in Pennsylvania we could get to. Would you bus people down there, or would you only perform for local Pennsylvanians? That's a good question. I think we might have to charter a bus. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. But either way, they can't go anywhere, because you have to take an elevator down, and then you're stuck. So you're there for the full hour, friends. That's true. No <laughs> one's walking out to go no to the bathroom. No one's walking out in the cave. <laughs> I think we could do it. Joe would do it. Absolutely. Oh, rum rail. He's not afraid of anything. No. He'll perform <laughs> anywhere, too. <laughs> and Julio Torres, he's mostly quartz at this point. That's true. I, he would 
he would just be there already, you know, dangling from the ceiling. <laughs> he would emerge from some kind of <laughs> stalag structure. Exactly. A tight oramite, either way. <laughs> so if you don't do the crystals, what do you do to keep the rage and sadness away? Any self-care? Um, I've taken a liking to Spa Castle. Spa Castle, Have yes. you been? No, no, I haven't. No, I haven't. What was the one in Queens where they found the That's body? Spa Castle. Okay. You know, if, if finding a body in a place is enough to ruin it, <laughs> then all of New York is ruined. Look. That's a, that's a fair point. You're, someone is allowed to die at your venue, and it can still be a good place. <laughs> it can still be relaxing. Deeply. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no better place to die. If anything, that person was too relaxed. Exactly. What a great uh, poster child for the, uh, <laughs> for the Spa Castle world. Castle Enterprise. Uh, You'd think at least they would change their name, though. But he has like they they've like franchised now. They have like more spa castles in different cities. Yeah. So now I feel like he can't spa kingdom. What, what <laughs> it would make no I difference. Think people would still be like, isn't that the place where the guy died? Oh, you're thinking of spa castle, which it actually is. <laughs> we just changed the name. Yeah, I see. Okay. Yeah, could make them I seem like even more guilty. Running from it. But can you imagine finding that? Finding a dead body in a. Little hot tub. I feel like it's almost like seeing that uh, MAGA hat. You just push it aside and do your stuff. <laughs> I mean, it's New I York. Would definitely like avoid that little pool for the day. <laughs> the entire pool or just the area? <laughs> just that that little pool. <laughs> but it's, it's, it takes a long time to get out to that spa castle. It's deep there in Queens. It's, yep, yep. I, I think New York is the place for you, Sam. <laughs> That's the perfect New York answer. <laughs> you can't let it get to you. You're already there. I took a number of trains to get out here. I, uh, yeah. I mean, no. it takes so long. It takes so long. I never go there. You got to try I it. I barely made it to Bushwick. That was as far <laughs> as I've been. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah you can see. I got to go from deep Brooklyn all the way over there. No. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. Um so you do that. You like the spa castle. I'm a freak for spa castle. You, is that a place where they hit you with stuff or no? If you, you ask just... for it. But uh, I usually don't go for it. One, yeah. because it costs more money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And two, because I don't really like being, like necessarily being touched by a stranger. Yep. That I, yeah. You know, sometimes I'm definitely into it. Sure. Sometimes uh, at a club or something. Yeah. I, yeah. I crave it. <laughs> you, you probably <laughs> sought it out in your 20s. Uh, but uh, what's what's your daily uh, dollar amount? What do you like to get by on a day? Oh, my God. See, if I was budgeting, yeah. that would be a great question. <laughs> For me, it's either like it's... <laughs> you still have a little bit of that donut fella in you. <laughs> yeah, I do. I really do. Because I keep being like, oh, well, I'll have a, like, a good job in like yeah. within a couple months. Like, just yeah. chill out. Like, don't torture yourself. <laughs> but those months have turned into a year. Yeah. And ooh, baby. So currently, no no other job other than comedy? I have a job, but it doesn't pay very well. It's okay. like a, I work at a kids' after-school program. Oh, you're over there with Joe? Mm-hmm. Okay. One of the, the squad of comedians <laughs> yeah. helping young people with basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, this job doesn't pay that much. Yeah. No, I wouldn't think that would, <laughs> but it seems rewarding. And it's and it's flexible. Yes. You know. You're here. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So that's nice. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, you know, like 
on a day like today, my goal is to spend zero dollars. Okay. Um, but you know, when I get paid in a week, maybe I'll splurge on some Chipotle. Oh. Well, you still got half, oh, a little less. You went through that free water pretty quick. I drink a lot of water. <laughs> yeah. I'll fill it up in the bathroom before I leave. <laughs> oh, good. Okay. As long as I've given you something here today mm-hmm. <laughs> that can support it. But that would be an interesting show for you. Getting, but like Rachel Ray had $50 a day or something she would travel on. Oh. You, know, you could try something like that. Okay. It's not quite a scripted musical, but maybe you could make it. <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Currently, I have a pocket full of quarters that I will use to buy coffee after this. <laughs> and then you got a cup. And then you got a cup for yeah. the whole day. I see. Coaster's not the priority. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, <laughs> wow. Really getting a peek. I am getting a I, I, Listen, I've been there, I know what it's like. I've. I've Worked, uh, you know, in a lot of nonprofit places. Okay. You know what that means? No profit. No profit for anybody, <laughs> for anybody involved. That's true. You don't get anything, so you you, you scrape by. You got it. I remember at my, when I did uh, did a little theater. I was making about three hundred dollars a week. Was that true? Probably. That's not bad. That's not bad. It's <laughs> probably more than I make right now. But I remember figuring out you could get by on just uh, a nice bread. Tomato, a mozzarella, and some basil. You could stretch out those sandwiches for for the entire week. You could just eat that. Wow. Now you spend a little bit more to get the nicer bread. But if sure. you get a you know long baguette, that's a lot of meals. That's like a six foot hoagie. But doesn't it go stale really fast? Well, you gotta wrap it. You I mean you gotta sure. Yeah, by the end it's not the best sandwich <laughs> you ever had. <laughs> and the tomato's a little soft. Oh yeah. <laughs> You know, it's hard. It is hard. <laughs> but the thing that I like about it, uh, for you, is that it's probably your drive. Yeah, theoretically, but it also, I, as we've said, I'm a person that likes joy. <laughs> yes, And yes. this, like, I am more stressed, and I think it's kind of distracting. Uh, makes me, like, feel more pressure on my ideas, where I used to be like, yeah, put up a show that's whatever. Yeah. Like, see how it goes. Whereas now I'm like, no, I need to get a thing. Yeah. Which is not a great feeling for me. Yeah, creatively not the best. <laughs> yeah. But motivating Sure. to get it up there and in front of people. Yeah. And to have it be as good as it can be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Because you see a lot of people, they make it, and then the next thing they do, it's not so good. Yeah. Not so good. They're not they're not driven anymore. Yeah. They're not putting everything they have into it. It's true. I yeah. It's a tough Just it's tough path. A little more, you know. A little bit. A little, a little more. Bit. And then I'll be chilling, absolutely fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm in the business of making just a few thousand dollars a month. That's yeah. all I look for. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have that? You have a vision board or something? No, I like write goals down yeah. and like try to chip away at them. Yep. Uh, but not a vision board. No, but something. I'm words based. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I should have remembered. <laughs> but that can be helpful. It, it can be. Yeah. It can be a little magical to have a book like that. It's true. I have things that I write down too. Yeah? yeah. That's your process? Yeah. I have to write it. That's yeah. true. Well, cut out a picture of Oprah and pin her picture to a board. 
<laughs> What's that doing? I mean, that can mean a lot of different. It could things, mean a lot too. of different things. Be specific in I your word my choice. Visions to be up for interpretation. No, put a subject and a predicate in there. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Well, I I, I think it's going to happen though. Well, I hope. I do. I, I, <laughs> do you have something else right now that you're excited about? Oh, you know. <laughs> no, I don't. That's why I'm asking you that. <laughs> um, um, honestly, I'm trying to take it back to basics. One of my goals right now is just to like write plain new jokes. Yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to just get back into that stand-up realm. Yeah. Uh, in a, dare I say, traditional way. Oh, yeah. Not hyper-traditional. You know, I'm still going to be me. Yeah. yeah. You're not heading to the cellar anytime soon. <laughs> no, no, no. But, um, oh. yeah, I'm trying yeah. to just... Hone a tight five. Hone a tight five. I love it. Yeah. Do you have to do all that stuff with all the tapes and the packets and the, all that? You get involved in that? Yeah. That's one of my goals. Yeah. Is to do a, a late night set. You know? Yeah. And it's like, I don't... Filming yourself is just, just come. Just come. Come on. You know what? It looks bad. That's my objection to it. Which part? The filming yourself part. It looks bad in the moment, and well, people are, like, annoyed at you. Yeah. but well, it looks bad <laughs> the whole time. Like, yeah. watching it is uh, unpleasant. That's true, too. I don't know how people do that part of it. Whenever I see a character reel, I, I have a moment of... Oh. I, I pull back into we, myself. They're like a form of torture. It's really bad. Yeah. There's got to be a better way to do that. Maybe somebody's figured it out. I don't know, but... Every time I send a video, I mean, generally, if it's like a bad quality, like me filming myself video, it will be bad. Yeah. And I send it off anyway. <laughs> and I say, hey, I'm broke. There Just send go. it. Hit send. I mean, there's probably some celebrities that have made it that make bad videos, too. Yeah, I, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> but what about when they leak later in life and then you're ruined? Ruined. You're turned into a meme. <laughs> I don't know. At this point, I'd, I'd take it. The same. <laughs> <laughs> I can capitalize on that. Yeah, Pretty please. Easy. Anything. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> Just give me one little, one little post there. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. It's weird. You know. Normally, I don't, <laughs> I feel like I don't talk about my like problems. You know. Uh huh. I'm, it's it's all fun and games. Yeah. You know, let's talk who's hot right now. Let's talk why are we horny right now, you know? I'll tell you what, this is an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Being a comedian is tough. You know, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Not a lot of money, and you got to go through a lot of hoops. Yeah. Yeah. And I've always had, like, better day jobs, like, and I've, like, managed to, like, like sneak my way into like weird fake day jobs yeah that like pay and i don't have to go anywhere and office kind of things yeah yeah and now it's like no 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 you've made some kind of choice oh brother yeah (laughs) 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 what about the ranger yeah that's uh difficult yeah but you've chosen it i have actively chosen it yeah so you're putting yourself in a position to either really succeed or get locked up. <laughs> oh, well, let's uh, let's hope there's a degree before that. Can they lock you up for debt these days? <laughs> <laughs> Old debtor's prison? Yeah. yeah. Send me to Australia. Yeah, a poor farm somewhere. Why not? Sure. Okay. I tell you what, they probably have an uh, open hall and they have an audience there. I mean... Open mic. <laughs> 
<laughs> There'd be know, some funny I people smell there. A book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think the debtor's prison is a good name for a for, for a show. <laughs> think about it. Well, is there something that you find? We've talked about the troubles, and uh, I appreciate you opening up in the way that you have. I tried to talk about horny things with pilgrims, but you didn't want to go there. It's you know, it's hard to be horny when you're <laughs> this poor. When you're this poor, yeah. Oh my sheesh! <laughs> you know, I swear. Normally, I'm hornier. I'm down to talk sex and etc. Uh, it's okay. It's 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 early. <laughs> it's so early. <laughs> And, uh, you know, end of the month, I tell you what, I'm going to share with you a special recipe for you. How about that? Go for I it. I call it end of the month potatoes because potatoes are a good thing to keep around the house. Do you like potatoes? Sure. Sure. Taggart, that's yeah. got to be some kind of Irish, yeah. Scottish thing in there. You nailed it. Yeah. Uh, potatoes. Boil them up. Cut them up in slices first. Boil them up. 16 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it takes. A little salt in the water. Get a nice hot pan with some oil. Put a little butter in it. Drain the potatoes, put the potatoes in there, cook them up, put a little shallot, put a little onion, whatever's the cheapest uh, device, throw it in there, grill that in with the potatoes, put a little milk, then put a little bit of flour, thicken it up a little bit. You get a nice, hearty, end-of-the-month dish, (laughs) and it doesn't cost you anything because probably you have all that stuff sitting around anyway. Yeah. I would hope. If not, I'll send it over to you. (laughs) And that's the Dale Seaver end-of-the-month potatoes. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Taught to me by a Russian woman. Huh. Yeah. And this is good for you? Who At that point, it's just sustenance. You can't be concerned with You're good right. for you. You're right. It's a tasty dish that'll get you through the night, friend. You're right. <laughs> All right. What's something that you find endlessly funny? Um, back to joy. Back something to joy. Something that no matter what always gets you. Um... Okay. Have you seen the Sarah Silverman program the 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 comedy central show yeah Uh, yes it's been some time okay so there was one time where she did this bit at the end credits where like she always talks to her dog but then she like said like i'm gonna sing into your head as a microphone and then sang like even though i'm using your head as a mic i love you but like they put an effect on the voice to make it sound like she was singing into a mic and she like tapped it a couple of times it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. If I'm the most down, I'll just pull that up, and there it is. I love it. I love it. It's like a talisman. Truly. Yeah. You need to have these points that we can go back to yeah. and find a little joy. Have some fun. Yes. When things get dark. Oh, some... brother. <laughs> I gather they are. You know, you can always watch Gangnam Style. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. That's true. Um, well, so you have some shows coming up, or they're they're out there. Yeah, I've got some shows. Yeah. When does this come out? Let's say in a couple of days. Um, I guess come to Stevie. Stevie. It's the yeah. last Tuesday of the month at Our Wicked Lady. Wait, is that next week? Next week. Yes. Okay. Our Wicked Lady, which is where? Uh, in Bushwick. Yeah. Okay. Off the Morgan Stop. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then come to the next Future Forums on November 26th. I love it. I <laughs> at love Alphaville. It. At Alphaville. And then just find me at other people's shows. You know, I'm not going to plug them. No, and you're real approachable. I'm so kind. I mean, don't 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 take advantage. But, you know, 
go up and say hello. Yeah, come say hi. I did, and now you're here. It's true. It's wonderful. Well, Sam, this has been delightful. Hey, it's been so nice. I wish you all the best. Thank you. I hope I wasn't a bummer. Absolutely not. You were real, man. You know, <laughs> truth is comedy. <laughs> That's, yep. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me in the deep night. Thanks for having me. There you have it, Sam Taggart. What a joy he is. And I hope you're finding joy in your life as well. I've been paddleboarding in New Jersey, and I can tell you, not a lot of joy there. <laughs> Personalized reading this week goes out to Jan Umberfeld in Mount Possible, Idaho. Jan, uh, maybe consider this. Even though I'm using your head as a mic, I love you. And lucky numbers this week are from the big lottery drawing and probably printed on a receipt by someone far luckier than I am. But uh, the influx of unbelievable wealth will probably ruin them from the inside. Remember that although this night is ending, a bright new day is just ahead. Deep Night with Dale is created by James Bewley. Deep Night Season 11 podcast artwork by illustrator Candice Brorsma, with additional poster work this season from Scott Ballmer and Ronald Horn Industries, among others. Season 11 theme song remix by Zach Gabbard. Music throughout the episode provided by the roster of Howler Hills Farm in Ohio. Additional sound effects at the top of the show, downloaded directly from the Deep Night Ether. Recording studio services provided by Harvestworks in New York City. The Slipper Room is the venue for Deep Night live shows every other month. Thanks to all of our guests for making Deep Night a success 10 years on. Thank you for listening. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or listen in on Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Follow Dale on Instagram at Dale Seifer or on Twitter at Dale Radio. Now, keep your personal portals open, but this one has got to close. Uh-huh.